Welcome to Season 2, Episode 1 of Women's Masturbate. Today we're going to be talking about our thoughts on spiritual practices. And as usual, it's Leanne and Sarah, and we are joined by Emma today. And by the way, Happy New Year, everybody. So yeah, today we've got Emma Loveheart with us, who's a home healer. Uh, She heals homes of negative energy all around the world. Since 2016, she's a radio show host and she's been featured in the Daily Mail. And we're very, very happy and excited to be talking to Emma today about her spiritual practices and her sudden spiritual awakening back in 2011. Hi, Emma. Hello there. How are you doing? Very well, thank you. Happy New Year to you and your listeners. Oh, thank you. So, yes, let's, let's get stuck in. Tell us all about your... Um, amazing story your I, journey. Can't wait, I can't wait to hear this <laughs> that's, good. Right, that's good that's two of you then that are interested <laughs> it's always a good start uh so yeah it's it has been quite a journey because you know you introduced me there as a home healer and that's what I've been doing since 2016 and it, just absolutely love what I do you know when you find the right thing for you uh, I mean, you find what your reason for being on this planet is and you, you do your work and it comes very naturally and a, a lovely thing to discover. But it wasn't an easy uh, way of getting there to discover that. And my business um, with the home healing is spiritual and I need a spiritual connection to be able to do it because I connect to energy in homes when I don't even go there. And I didn't even know this kind of thing existed pre 2011, 2011. So you can imagine if you, uh, someone that I was this person that didn't believe in anything, had never had any spiritual experiences and hadn't seen any ghostly things or spiritual things or been spoken to or had anything, was complete atheist, just and was quite happy with my life. And then uh, I had this uh, situation at the end of 2010 where I started seeing a vision in my head. And it was, I knew it was different because it wasn't, uh, so you you can imagine things, you can play out scenes in your head, but this was different. It was something else was playing something in my head. So I, I knew it was different and it felt very different. And basically what was happening, we were due as a family to go on a ski holiday in the February half term of the following year and I started seeing these visions of my eldest daughter having an accident a skiing accident and it wasn't just it wasn't the accident I saw so much I didn't see how it happened but I saw what happened afterwards so I saw her um, being um, taken off the slopes you know being put on a stretcher and being helicoptered away and and I saw sort of it happening afterwards and what she had done was she'd broken her back in this vision so it was a serious and then I saw things playing out, and then other visions came where it started playing out I saw us at home and her as a vegetable lying on a bed and me feeding her um, not able to communicate she couldn't talk and I just kept seeing scenes like this and I, it started around the December time but I didn't say anything because it was just a a thoughts in my head so and because I didn't understand where it might be coming from so I never said anything and then January came and they got more and more intense I started seeing even more things with um with how it was how it would play out and I think the thing that uh 
that made it come out, uh, made it sort of come to a head, was we were sitting around the kitchen table, myself and my two daughters, and it was about a week before we were due to go skiing, so it's the beginning of February, and I said to the girls, oh, isn't it exciting? We're going skiing next week and we'll be on the slopes. And my eldest daughter, who I'd seen all this happening to, just sat there, burst into tears and said, mum, I don't want to go. I'm really scared something's going to happen. No. So, you can, no. <laughs> so you can absolutely imagine how I then felt because I then burst into tears because this was obviously been building up for some time in, in me, but I hadn't said anything. But I then burst into tears and said, oh, my goodness, we can't go. We, we just can't go. And it, then it all just sort of kicked off. And uh, I mean, we booked it all. We'd paid for everything. But here's the wonderful synchronicity with when you work with the universe as you're meant to, how everything falls into place. And so when we cancelled the holiday, we got all our money back from the ski hire and um, and lessons and everything that we'd paid for up front. Um, the friends we were due to go with were absolutely fantastic about it. And they found other friends that took our apartment that we booked and paid full price for our apartment so we got all that money back the only thing we didn't get back was the euro tunnel that we'd paid for but of course you get that for 12 months uh, an open ticket for 12 months so we went later in the year across um, into France and we had one of the best weekends that we'd ever had as a family and so and we would never have done that if we hadn't had the euro tunnel ticket so do you see how it all just out. yeah exactly and we know that when you work with the universe as you're meant to rather than against it life flows doesn't it life it, it yeah. works out yeah. and i think that's also um, a lovely learning a lovely sign that when things are flowing you know you're doing the right thing um, and working as you should so that was the beginning and of course for me i i understood that i experienced something that was different and I wanted answers you know I wanted to know what on earth had just happened for with me and uh, what I'd experienced and thankfully I had um, a couple of people in my life that I thought Mike mm, I feel comfortable asking them this and I asked oh so that sounds spiritual you need to speak to so and so and I ended up speaking to a mutual friend of mine and Leanne's uh, called Charlotte um, who uh, was running circles at the time and is very spiritually connected. And I spoke to her and she just said, yeah, that's the universe talking to you, Emma. They're giving you a message. So my answer was, what universe? What are you talking about? And, <laughs> and it, it seems so strange. I mean, it's be, it's 10 years, isn't it, this month, 2011? It's, I can't believe 10 years has gone by. And um, it was strange then to think that there was a universe out there and now... I can't imagine it not being that how I ever lived without it is is beyond me almost. <laughs> so yeah. It's amazing how you can come full circle. It's really, really interesting listening to you because I believe in this thing that there's a social reality and then there's a special reality. And the kind of special reality is all that kind of spiritual stuff. And if you uh, kind of hone into that special reality by doing spiritual practices of, in whatever shape, the, your social reality kind of flows, which is similar way things that you're saying, um, you know, saying it in a slightly different way. 
but so it's really yeah. fascinating yeah no so, it yeah, is and were... go on emma no go go for it no i was just going to say just remembering you know you were working in hr hr weren't you at the time and yeah was doing you know just like the average J blogs kind of life waking up have you know you had amazing <laughs> life and the fact that you know you had lovely holidays and a lovely family and but it's it's been a massive journey for you that hasn't it I mean, your whole life has changed since you this this awakening yes it has and it, it's so I mean now 10 years down the line it's very easy for me to say I absolutely accept and respect everything that happened because it was all meant to be. It has taught me so much about myself, about life, about others, about living, you know, living spiritually for me is so much more rewarding than it was. But 10 years ago, it was flipping awful. I'm not going to lie. It was so, it was, it, it, it actually turned my life upside down because that when you I think what happened was I just once I was told there's a universe I asked all the, I was asking questions constantly I mean poor Charlotte she literally had me on the phone almost every day okay so what about this and how does the hierarchy work and then what about angels and what there's archangels well where does that fit and and you know there's ethel being, okay what and I was just constant constant questions about how it all worked um and then you, there's parts of that when you discover angels, for example, for me, it's like, oh, my goodness, when I first saw an angel, it was just breathtakingly beautiful in, in my mind's eye, this is. And, of course, once I connected to it, I knew everything. It was all completely as it should be. There was no surprises because in my soul, in my inner soul, I'd known it forever, for centuries, thousands of years. You know, it's just Emma that was lagging behind. And so did you, you, did you um, I'm just interested. So obviously you had this kind of different life. Did you like change your friends? Did kind of people fall away or how, how did that work? That's what I'm getting to. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, don't. It's, a, it's a really good question because uh, what happened was you, you start seeing these beautiful things. You want to share it with people. OK. You know, I say, you know, there's more out there. There's these, you know, there's wonderful things going on and we can tap into that and it can support us and blah, blah, blah. And so the first person I told was the person that was nearest, closest to me, which was my husband. And uh, that was, should have been a beautiful thing, but it actually turned out to be a nightmare and was the worst thing that happened because he completely... Uh, I guess the, he hated it. He absolutely hated it. He didn't get it. He couldn't understand it. He couldn't accept that um, this may be happening to me and completely blanked it. But it wasn't just, it wasn't, oh, okay, Emma, you know, I don't get it, but you crack on. It was literally like, no, this is wrong on many levels. I mean, I think if we'd been 100 years earlier, I would have been locked up. And then had you know you thought you'd completely lost the plot yeah completely mm. and i'm actually a very grounded person in reality I'm, I'm a very practical person and and that's one of the things i bring to my uh, work now and my, my spirituality now I, I i am quite grounded and practical with with how i work which is quite unusual really i think from the sort of traditional um healers that we might we might think of so, you know, I was still that person, but I had tapped into something that was incredible, obviously. And and he 
he it was it was incredible it was crazy it was I mean there was what panned out is a lots of past lives that then came up that I discovered between us where you know we'd had sort of conflicts and there were a lot of them around spirituality religion where I was believing one thing he was believing another in you know these lives so there, there was kind of a, a karma playing out um, thankfully, I'd like to share that that calm has now ended with my now ex-husband. <laughs> so we, thankfully, spiritually, that's ended. Not that that helps Emma very much, but it does help my soul, I suppose. So I'll be grateful for small things. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was just such a shock. And then the other person uh, that I, other people I told, of course, were my family. Um, my girls were young, so they were kind of okay with it all. Um, it took me a long time to tell my mum. I was because I was so scared uh, of her reaction. Having had my husband's reaction, I then assumed everyone else would be the same. And but mum was actually okay. Mum was fine with it. Then I told my dad. Um, fortunately, my dad was not so okay with it. He thought I had joined some cult of some kind. Yeah. Um, you know that, and and. You know, I can get that because there are aspects of it of um, spirituality that can be driven by sort of darker energies and you know and yeah. fearful energies and uh, and, 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 stuff. Stuff. And, and particularly uh i can imagine worrying for family members because they obviously probably lack the deeper understanding of spirituality think you've joined some kind of weird cult and that you're going to start some kind of genocide thing so I, I can i can understand i can understand mm. that kind of cult thing yeah and the, the thought process that goes behind that because it's it's yeah. like well one minute you're this and now you're this so therefore you must have been brainwashed at some point yeah and also when you look at the um i've watched some documentaries on cults and i start watching the documentary and i'm like oh my god that sounds amazing i'd like to join that mm. and then it's not until you get kind of further in and, and all these kind of weird sick things start happening that you uh, so yeah interesting yeah, and I think the hardest bit though was it was my dad, and yeah. um, he. I I know where he was coming. Where he was coming from was a place of fear. He was scared yeah. that you know something had happened to his daughter, and I yeah. get that. Um, but it was really difficult for me because I wanted to say this is a wonderful thing that's happening and yeah. I would love to share it with you. I'd love to have you on the journey with me, but that's yeah. never been possible. But a lot of it has been, has been about me standing up to um, both men, you see. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Masculine. Um, yeah. So a lot of that was about me saying, no, I know I'm not mad. I know I'm right, you know, and, and sort of taking my power back I guess or going into my power maybe more so and in the end I I just said to my dad and we had a we were out walking once I said dad I don't need to tell you about it because you're never going to understand anyway um I don't need you to accept it or understand it just know that I'm not doing bad things I'm doing great things I have people that I help and it's a wonderful thing and we'll just leave it at that and he said okay and so we don't talk about it, but it doesn't matter because I accept that he's got his beliefs. And because I was there with him only like a short time earlier, most of my life, obviously, I don't I accept that. So I completely understand. I think one of the benefits of having this experience is that I can totally relate to people that aren't on my page now because I was on their page for most of my life. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. And it's interesting how open you are, because I... 
have um, a lot of kind of spiritual practices and I don't share that with anyone. I mean, I share it with my, with people like Leanne or I have friends that are equally into similar things that we can talk about it, but it's not something I, I share widely or I don't discuss it with my parents or my husband knows all about it. And he, um, you know, when he's in desperate need, will use some of my techniques and he, he is into it, but it, you know, in a different way and he's very open to it, but, yeah, it's interesting and refreshing how open you were because I, for one, am not. <laughs> no, Sarah, you're not alone. And this is something I discovered. And I, it was very difficult for me to speak up to begin with. I mean, literally, if, if I was to say I am spiritual, or I have spiritual beliefs, I would go bright red. My stomach would go in knots. Uh, I, I feel sick. I mean, it was that much of a, a physical reaction. That's how emotionally charged it was for me to say that. And I think that's been one of the powers, though, of of making me me now, because I work through that and I have now become a voice for people because you're absolutely right in that it, you don't tend to say anything because you worry about um, what other people might say or think. I think I went on a radio show yeah. once and this the interviewer said, well, you know, only only one, of course, only one percent of the population actually believe in all this. And I was just like, oh, <laughs> how on earth did you get that statistic? Yeah. And and it's that's not the case at all. It's, it's more that only one percent yeah. don't get it because actually the more people you talk to, the more people say oh yes you know and I find now that most people I'd say I'd say I'm a spiritual healer they'll say oh really and then they'll tell me a story of a ghost they saw or an auntie they had you know everybody's yeah. got a story and I think that's one of the real positives and something learnings we should take from if you're listening you know as listening to this is that talk about it because everybody's on the yeah. page and actually that's really where we need to be going anyway we need to be understanding yeah. don't we that there's much more out there yeah I mean I had a really interesting experience uh, down the pub a few years ago when we were still you know in pubs <laughs> and um there's a, a lady who I'm not going to name the name but she's very kind of classic going out kind of girl makeup uh like really lovely clothes and you know completely you would never think that she'd have any form of spiritual practice and I was just chatting to her about because I'm not embarrassed about my spirituality it's just I just don't tend to broadcast it kind of thing I'm very happy to talk about it. it's not something that embarrasses me and she started talking to me about how she um is really into crystals and, and angels I'm like oh my god like I had I would never, she's the, probably the person that I'd think the least, you know, would have been the least likely to be into that kind of thing. Um, yeah, so it's really interesting that, that that you think someone's not into it and they actually are more into it than you could ever imagine. Yeah, and I think, you know, part of our purpose is, you know, having got that access to the universe and having got that experience is to share it, to bring more people on board. And we've seen so much playing out across our planet in the last year. I mean, it's been a, a phenomenally crazy year, but it, we're all being pushed. And the only way we're meant to be moving is towards the light and to more towards the bigger understanding, you know, that there's a bigger picture. It's not just the planet. It's not just us. And actually, a spiritual way of living is so much more fulfilling and um, kinder in so many aspects isn't it 
Yeah, so do you think religion and spirituality is the same thing? That my beliefs on it, because I wasn't religious and I'm still not, although I do love all I'm the either, Yeah, but I do love all the faith. Got something beautiful about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like religion because of the restrictions that it puts on you, as it, it tells you how you can talk to God or how you can believe. And I mm-hmm. that's the bit I don't like and don't feel comfortable with. But I think for me, religion is, I mean, We've all, I think we've always known there's a God of some kind. And so then man has brought that into some parameters and put guidance on it. But I think they're just tapping into the universe, really, um, to the God that I think there's only one God. And it's just they're all tapping into the same thing, but putting their own structure on it. That's how I see it. What do you think? Yeah, yeah no, me too. I mean, I, I believe that God resides within them, so... Like, you know, that, that it's kind of, it's all in the mind, you know, it's all about the mind at the end of the day. And, uh, and I think that uh, I almost sometimes feel we live in a simulation, like a bit of a, like a computer game. And all like these a things, matrix. Like a matrix. All these things are playing out. And, um, and that almost, that kind of spirituality is like a glitch in the matrix. But yeah. Like the synchronicities yeah, and yeah, how yeah, people yeah. end up together yeah. and work together and how things just fall into place yeah yeah and yeah the more that you tap into that and connect to it the more that these things seem to happen yeah Um, so my question is so what what do you what practices do you do now yeah. yeah so what kind of like if someone said to me you know what what are your spiritual practices i could i could tell you kind of the things i do daily or you know, every how you know, however often. I'm just really interested to see what you know. What what kind of things do you do yourself? It's a good question, and it's I probably would have answered that question different over the last ten years. So what yeah. I would have thought what was important, what I thought was right at the beginning, maybe sort of a few years in, I now have different views, and I think that has come about from just sort of learning. Um, maturing growing into my spirituality getting more and more connected you know I think at the beginning yes I connected to the universe straight away but when you've got emotional baggage and I don't know um, past life baggage and all this other sort of baggage that you carry your the the connection is going to be fuzzy and I think as I've matured and grown and learned and healed over the last 10 years that's become a lot clearer so the connection is much clearer for me uh, in terms I can you know I work faster for example I connect quicker I've got my intuitions getting better I've had so many lessons over the years with intuition I thought oh I forgot to use it again or that that classic you know when you forget to ask for help it's really simple the universe is just sitting there going please ask me please ask me you're like no I'm going to struggle on and make the mistakes. And it's like, all you've got to do. Did you do that in like a meditation type way? So sitting quietly. No, I just ask. And I think where I'm at now is I'm, I'm at this point where I say, you've, you, whatever you do, it's just got to feel right for you. So I don't think, you know, I could say, oh, I do this practice. I do this 15 minute ritual in the morning and this 15 minute ritual in the evening. It doesn't really matter because it's more about what, feels right for you if you just want to do 
10 minutes standing on the earth with barefoot in the garden you know that that's right for you or if you want to do a a two-hour meditation with a bit of yoga and stretching then that's what's right for you if you want to meditate if you don't want to meditate I'm actually someone that finds it really hard to meditate I've got a very busy head and a very busy brain and so as soon as I go into sort of any kind of downtime it's becomes more active and it, you know so I've got no control over it at all so I have, I have really, uh, really strong views on that as well actually because meditation is good for people who are good at meditation mm. no it's and true actually for a lot of people a lot of people so yeah I mean I, I can talk about my spiritual practice in a minute but have you got any more questions um well no I mean just really although you, you know have you got any tips for people that would be starting out? So I think the things is that for some people they feel they get the calling that they would, you know, they want to develop a deeper connection with spirit, but are not really sure how to go about that. And yeah. I just wondered what your take on was that if someone came to you and asked you how to start off. Yeah. I know you could do what feels good for them, but I mean, some people would think, well, I don't really know even where to start. No, it's true. It's a, no, it's a good point. I, if I look back how it all happened for me was there were all these people already in my life and I believe that the universe that if they give you that awakening or you you take that awakening there will be people around you that will be able to support you and you for example Leanne were one of those people that had already come into my life um we'd passed across a, a couple of times and I had no idea that you had any spiritual beliefs whatsoever and then, of course, when it happened to me, you were one of those ones, those people that was there to fully support me and say, well, yeah, this, this is happening, Emma. This is why this is happening. This is what this is. And so I didn't know that at the time. So I think you have to have uh, a certain amount of faith and trust that you will be looked after, that there will be people there that or, and things that will support you. And then the other things that happened to me is I, I started going through lots of different healing and as in I met a kinesiologist so I got kinesiology healing and that really helped me on that because they started bringing introducing cards angel cards and started going into past lives and all this sort of stuff came out so it's like okay that's another aspect of it so it kind of evolved so I think the first thing to do is it's just really start on that that journey of trusting the universe which is actually quite big a quite a big ask but if you can get that in your mindset to begin with I think that's a really good piece of advice because then um I think the books will appear or you'll see you'll see a pit an image of something more than once when that happens you need to uh follow that up so whether it's a business card that you keep seeing or an advert for something for a healer or something like this so it's kind of like starting to recognize the signs but just a, a quick tip though i will give you this is i read a lot I got books. So I'd go into the bookshop and I would just see which book kind of stood out to me in terms of the title would just sort of catch my eye or the picture or something. And I would read. And that's how I really started understanding how angels worked, how the universe functioned, if you like, how the advice came, that sort of thing. So reading was a, was a big thing for me, but then also trusting that there will be people and things around you to support you. Wow. <laughs> uh what was my spiritual practices yeah um well my a lot of my stuff is nature-based I find that's the the best way that I connect so 
and again I'm not I'm not great at sitting for I do quite like meditation and there are times when I love just to sit but I think I I love movement meditation more than anything so and I do that through um sort of either really connecting to my senses so if I'm in nature what I'm seeing and connecting and like feeling the energy of the trees and then from that um animals will come out and I'll have that kind of connection with animals or you know just watching nature that really connects me and working with the energy of the earth so connecting barefoot on the ground or just visualizing roots going into the ground and then bringing that connection up and out through my chakras which are like energy centers that run through the center of the body and up and out through the crown of my head and then connecting to higher self or the universe or whatever word you want to use so and asking and then same sort of asking for help or asking for guidance or just asking for support or you know talking a lot about you know talking to whatever it is the my higher self for example I suppose um and I suppose yeah other things I do are gratitude lists because I find that gets oh, yeah. you into Great. a state of yeah. um feeling connected and yeah and also I do if I'm gonna do work in the morning I like to do if I can't get outdoors I kind of like to bring nature inside so I'll set up like a mini altar I suppose what do you call it so using the elements so I'd have like earth um you know have a stone to represent earth or a candle to represent fire and um some incense to represent the air and a glass of water or a shell to represent water and then something that makes me feel connected to spirit so for i really like working with crystals so i have a crystal to represent that and then i'll do kind of use that in then set an intention to connect with spirit and then maybe do some dance or something that some kind of movement that keeps me in that connection what about you sarah what do you like to do so i really like crystals as well but i really love um dream yoga and by that I mean I go into my mind um, lying down or sitting up or whatever I'm doing and I do these kind of Tibetan practices where I imagine colour, I work with the breath. Um, so I do a lot of that kind of thing um, because, again, meditation, I cannot sit there. I just, I'm, I've got ADHD, so that really doesn't work for me. And I also do a lot of embodied simulation practice where I imagine I'm doing things where I am like really weird things sometimes where I imagine I'm doing things wrong. Uh, what do you or, mean? Give me an example. Um, so I imagine that I'm standing on one leg yeah. and I'm really wobbling. Yeah. Or, um, and so does that, like, develop, does that deepen your connection with spirits? Um, does that make you feel... Yeah, because you're, you... you, you so my because my belief about all of this kind of stuff is that that kind of like you, you have the universe but what you have your mind yeah is kind of the universe yeah in, in many aspects and so i um connect through doing those practices um i had some really important to say about that but i've completely forgotten Come back to you. It's interesting because yeah. there's a lot of thought around you know your outer world is a reflection from your inner world. If you yeah. change your inner world, your outer world yeah, yeah, yeah. will yeah. change with that. And I, I mean, I've seen that personally when I've worked on stuff. You know, if, if I'm feeling 
um, you know, I don't know, if there's something going on in a relationship, instead of me going straight to them and saying, I don't like what you're doing, something, I've actually gone, right, reflect, what is this about me? Yeah. And then worked on whatever is coming up on me and then suddenly the whole relationship changes yeah well like, and for me it, for me it comes in dreams so right. you know by kind of you dream things and then it comes true yeah. often you know so these yeah. kind of things but the what i was this is i remember what i was going to say now yeah so i will ask questions and i use yes and no fingers so i go a finger for yes a finger for no a finger for yes finger for no a finger for yes finger for no and then i'll say whatever um should i have eggs for breakfast i mean i'm making it i mean obviously i don't ask that question but <laughs> And it'd be like, oh yes or no. As a and one, it, and the finger that you've represented, yeah, see which up. one comes up. Yeah. You can't see. She is doing a demonstration, but obviously you can't see this no. at the moment. Finger for yes, finger for no, finger for yes, finger for no. Yeah, no. So I do, I do those kind of things, and I, I'm a yoga teacher, so I obviously I practice yoga. But for me, the magic of yoga is that movement with the breath, and um, yeah, and obviously I love nature and barefoot walking and not quite right now it's too cold yeah uh, but yeah those those and you do a lot of, of breathing practices don't you which yeah, that's yeah 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 so that, that's well, my kind it? of special interest is kind of neuroscience and the breath and how mm. we can do different breathing practices whilst imagining different things and we affect areas of the brain um, which can really help with healing in many ways um, you know heal you know i've completely healed i used to have really bad migraine um and i've basically got rid of that because using these kind of breathing techniques yeah so that's probably enough about me really amazing have you got some top tips leanne yeah well i was just gonna kind of yeah just round off everything that you've said because i think the moment from speaking to all all three of us talking about our spiritual practice obviously you can see we all do something completely different Mm -hmm. and and like emma was saying you know it is it's a personal choice and um but just do think, I think the main thing is that it's that getting that connection and that's hard to put into words what that is. And it could is. be drawing, couldn't yeah, it? Yeah, it could be anything. Yeah. It could be absolutely anything. I mean, but... there's something I do, I draw my dreams as well. Yeah. yeah. Anything that gets you into that space of feeling connected to spirit. I think the, the important thing is, is, is perhaps to have the intention that's what you're doing the activity for. And it could be anything. It could be you know, washing, doing the washing up. Dancing or... naked in the uh, It could be dancing forest. naked in the and forest. And that would be you. That would be me. But... <laughs> that would be Leanne. I, I concur. <laughs> well, we're, we're in the woods now and there's a beautiful smell of pine. Yeah. But Leanne's fully clothed. I'm fully clothed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, have, I think the most important thing is having that intention and that kind of dedication to want to connect. And whatever it is then that you do, I don't think it really matters. And for some people, that might mean that they need to do lots of ritual. For example, you know, like I said about the elements, some people need all that stuff around them. Some people don't. But it's getting yourself into that space. And however you do that is a personal choice. But um, and also I liked what Emma said, you know, about speaking up, speaking to others about it, talk about your spirituality. And then you will find the people around you that that you could, you know, you're tribe almost the people that around you i don't believe that you need to have everyone around you needs to be spiritual to be no. a spiritual person no, because I, nice. I know that there's people who i yeah. love dearly but there's just no point yeah. in me talking and about that's it. great i think it's important yeah. though to surround yourself with different people yeah, but it yeah, is yeah. also nice if you're going you know to have people around you that are like-minded so you can talk about things yeah and also i liked what you said emma about you know when you do speak your truth you become a voice for others so even if you might feel a bit apprehensive about saying actually yeah i do believe that there's something more to the to this world than the 3d reality that we see 
and that can be a little bit special reality yeah there is you know i do believe that there is something else and then that you know if you say that then perhaps it will give other people the opportunity to say that as well and like you said you know it's really important at the moment that we're we're doing that because i think people are feeling so disconnected Mm. you know there's just for the fact that we're all locked away you know it's it's not good we're sociable beings and we need to be around people and if anything else you can do at this time if you can develop your connection with spirit your you know it cannot make up for physical contact but it does help yeah and the other thing Um, leanne is when you're connecting to uh, you're sharing about connecting spirit there are some people out there that have scary experiences with regard connection to spirit you know it's not always positive and beautiful so i think that's another really good reason to speak up to know people know that perhaps there is something going on that could be a spiritual thing that can be resolved they don't have to live with it you know that's that's kind of an important yeah. aspect as well. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, so then, yeah, just, I suppose, importantly, ask for help. Ask, you know, your guides or just ask the universe or nature, whatever it is that you believe in. Ask for help and then have faith and trust and follow your intuition, follow, you know, any synchronicities, people that you bump into or conversations you overhear or if something kind of comes into your awareness, follow up on that and just, you know, trust the signs that you're given yeah and i think that's it really anything else anyone wants to add no i just want to say thank you so much emma it's been absolutely fabulous talking to you and i can't wait to meet you in the real <laughs> thank you sarah and where can people find you emma oh so yeah my website basically is the best uh, best way of finding me so that's www.homehealer.co.uk well, I'm quite interested in that. Yeah, I need to do some serious tidying up first. So. <laughs> she doesn't come round; she just does it. From... Yeah, no, I know, but to have you know, you need a tidy home to start. That's like cleaning yeah, before the cleaner home. comes, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I don't have one of those. So. <laughs> oh well, thanks, Emma. Thanks so much. Thank Emma. you. Take care, then. Lots, Lots of, love. of love. Bye. <laughs> If you like this episode, please do subscribe. You can find us on Twitter at women's underscore debate, Instagram, women's masturbate, all one word, Facebook, women, apostrophe S, separate word mass, separate word debate.